Welcome back to Worship Weekly. Be sure to like, comment, subscribe, and most importantly, share Worship Weekly with someone else this week. This week we're continuing with Revelation chapter 18. And music is the Scotland Evangelical Presbyterian Church Choir singing, I will sing of the mercies of the Lord. We've just got a few chapters left in Revelations. I'll probably have a couple of different messages uh, for the next couple of weeks while we're finishing up the recordings on those last five chapters. Chapter 18, after these things, verse 1, I saw another angel come down from heaven, having great power in the earth with light with his glory. And he cried mightily with a strong voice, saying, Babylon the great is fallen, is fallen, and has become the habitation of devils, and the hold of every fowl, spirit in the cage of every unclean angel, bird. On the line in verse 2, Babylon the great is fallen, is fallen, and it's become the habitation of devils, and the hold of every foul spirit, and the cage of every unclean and evil bird. To my demons, all nations have drunk unblind that drunk of the wine of the wrath of the fornication, and the kings of the earth have committed fornication with her, and the merchants of the earth are waxed rich through the abundance of energy and luxuries. Verse four, unlined old thing, unlined delicacies with luxuries right beside that. And I heard another voice from heaven saying, Come out. I heard my people that you be not partakers of her sins, and that you receive none of her plagues. For her sins have reached to heaven, and God has remembered her iniquities. Her sins has reached to heaven, unlined unto heaven. Reward her, even as she rewards you. And unlined and double unto her double according to her according to her works. The cup which she is filled to her double. In chapter eighteen, verse one, I've got uh, 
a voice of judgment, verses 1 to 3. There's four different voices here in this chapter, verse 18. And I'm going to give them to you, and then I'm going to go back. Uh, voice uh, number one is voice of judgment, verses 1 to 3. The second one is voice of separation, verses 4 through 8. The third one is verses 9 through 19 of voice of mourning. Let's make you some notes beside your scriptures. And the fourth is verse 20 to 24, the voice of rejoicing. That's the fourth. What I said, when you read this, you'll see you've got four different voices. And I'm going to make you some notes Right beside some of these scriptures here. Verse 6 is reward her even as she rewards you and double unto her double according to her works. And the cup which she has filled to her double. How much she has glorified herself in a little lilac. So much told me in sorrow to give her. For she said in her heart, I said the queen ain't no wood and shall see no sorrow. Therefore shall her Plague coming one day, death and mourning and famine, and she shall be utterly burnt with fire. For strong is the Lord God who judged her. In verse 9, underlining the kings of the earth who have committed fornication lived delightfully. With her or shall bewail her and like her. When they shall see the smoke of her morning. Standing, verse 10, before all for the fear of her torment, saying, Alas, alas, that great city Babylon, that mighty city on the line, that for in one hour thy judgment come. Verses 1 through 10. Chapter 18, verse 1, deals with the destruction of political Babylon. Remember that political Babylon is the union of nations of the earth under the Antichrist, Mortal, Palestine, Revelation 18, says city, and that city is Rome. Now notice the characteristics of this city. Number one, it is a filthy, unclean city. Revelation 18, 2. To second, it is a drunken city. Verse 18, 3. It is a commercial city. Verse 18, 19. Verse four, fourth, a, it is a pagan city. Verse eighteen, four. The fifth, it has a cup. Verse eighteen, six. Sixth thing, it is a proud city. Eighteen, seven. Seventh thing, it is a popular city. Verse eighteen, nine. The eighth thing, it is a mighty city. Verse eighteen, ten. The ninth thing, it is a rich city. Verse eighteen, twelve, thirteen. The tenth thing, it is a doomed city. Verse eighteen. The eleven, it is a city under the curse and wrath of a mighty God, verse eighteen five. This is a perfect description of Rome, and there is not one other city on the face of the earth which would meet all these requirements. There are more than five hundred thousand cities on the map of the world, and out of these there is only one city that is rich, mighty, popular, doomed, damned, commercial, cursed, filthy, drunken. 
pagan in prayer. It's built on seven cities, on seven hills, whose symbols is a cup, whose colors are purple and scarlet, whose king of Christians reigns over the kings of the earth and is responsible for the blood. Prophets and saints, that's wrong. This angel is Jesus. The earth was lightened with his glory. This is certainly a testimony that God is on the throne, on the scene, not by the reflection of the sun, but by the glory of the angel scene descending out of heaven. Verse 2, the city has become the habitation of devils. Demons making the city the dwelling place of centuries out of the apps, creatures from the underworld, the pit, the apps is the dwelling place of Satan. Protestants are no longer called heretics, but brethren had heard from the, the faith. Third, first, the people who make up the religious system of that day will be completely captivated by her splendor, her services, and her display of gorgeous vestments. They will be totally ignorant of the true spirit of God. Second Thessalonians chapter 2, verse 7 to 12. Today, religions of works are growing like wildfire, while the true blood-brought religion of Calvary moves so slowly. She has subduced the nation from, the, from God to herself and her lust. The kings of the earth have committed fornication with her. They have the systems of the heart. The apostles church, apostolic church, loves the world for the world. She can obtain the riches of the world. And of course, the world gladly welcomes the love of the apostolic church because she promises opening doors of heaven to all who will. There is another group mentioned here, the merchants of the earth. This group of followers, the apostolic system for for gain, they use the church as a stepping stone to advance their business interests. Babylon will offer great temptation to such people. Fourth, my people is a reference to the Jews. We can make spiritual application to the Christian and say that the Christian needs to come out from Rome. Martin Luther took this verse and came out of Rome, and this was the beginning of the Reformation. Jeremiah 51, 5-7 is a re reference to Israel getting away from Rome in the end time because Rome is going to turn against the Jew and wipe him out. That you have a fellowship in their sins if they continue to fellowship with their sin. They must also share their plagues. The warning is sounding out from heaven. God is fixing it pour out his full judgment upon Babylon. The full judgment of Almighty God cannot fall upon Babylon until every person who embraces God's righteousness is completely out of her. Not one drop of rain fell out until no one in his family was safe in the ark and God shut them in. Not one spark of fire brimstone fell upon Sodom and Gomorrah until Lot and his daughter's family were safely out of the city, and then God burned it to ashes. Verse 5, we learn that she, 
his sins of Babylon have reached unto heaven, and God has remembered her iniquities. The sins of Babylon are so many heaped one upon another that they reach all the way from earth to heaven. Genesis 1 to 4. We read about Babylon. Genesis 11, excuse me, and 4. We read about Babylon. They have built an empire of man that has reached heaven, and God is about to crush this great evil force once and for all. Verse 6, Babylon is to be rewarded as she has rewarded the people of God and double the reward according to her words. God is going to pour out double on Babylon because she butchered and tortured the saints of God. Verse 7, Babylon will be judged for what she is. She is herself. This woman will ever lose her pub public place of authority and power. Chapter 18, verse 8. Therefore shall her place come in one day, death and morning, famine. She shall be utterly burnt with fire, for strong. For strong is the Lord God who judges her. And the kings of the earth who have committed fornication live. And this with her shall bewail her and lament her. For when they shall see the smoke of her burning, Verse 10, standing for all for the fear of her torment, saying, Alas, alas, that great city of Babylon, that mighty city, for one hour has her judgment come. Verse 8, the kings of the earth will reap over but they cannot have her. The boasting of the woman is from within, she says in her heart, I set a queen. Her downfall is already taking place at this time. She rep expects to once again sit upon a throne and reign. She said, I am not a widow facing other destruction, the judgment of God hanging heavy over her head. She yet cries out, I shall see no sorrow. The devil fights to the last bitter second before his complete downfall. She shall be burnt with fire, utter destruction. The mighty God Jehovah will be the judge. Verse 9 and 10. The lamentation over the great Babylon is demonstrated by all classes. All will be affected by the downfall. The merchants listed as having to do with Babylon is trust. It's 28 different articles. The first list is a gold. The last article is souls. The downfall of Babylon would affect the whole commercial and social life of the world at that time. Politicians shall weep because they have invested their lives in politics and government, and now Babylon is destroyed. Businessmen shall weep over Babylon. Those who have wrapped their lives around businesses will find that business gone. Verse 11 And the merchants of the earth shall weep and mourn for no man by these. Their merchandise anymore. Verse 12. Need to underline the merchandise of gold and silver and precious stones and of pearls and fine linen and purple and silk and scarlet and all fine wool and all manner of vessels of ivory and manner of vessels of most precious wood and of brass and of iron and marble. And verse 13. The cinnamon and over and 
ornaments and practiced in fine wine and oil and fine flour and wheat and priest and sheep and horses and chariots slaves and souls of men verse 14 young lad and the fruits that thy soul lusted after are departed from thee and all the things which were naked and goodly are departed from thee and I shall find them no more verse 15 the merchants of these things which were made rich by her shall stand and fall for the fear of her torment weepeth and wailing, verse 15. Verse 11 to 13, the merchants of the earth, they sorrow over the destruction of Babylon and because of their love for the system, but because of the trade they had with the system. This system brought much wealth to the merchants of the earth without the source of their wealth is destroyed. Verse 14 through 17. Heaven is here announcing to this woman that her playhouse is wrecked forever and she is bound never to rise again. Everything essential to the, her existence has perished and it all came with one sudden blow from man and a mighty divine judgment, the source of enjoyment is gone. Verse 15, we see the merchant standing afar off crying out bewildering the fact that the riches they enjoyed are taken away. It's not often that you see grown men weep and wailing, and at least not in public. Their pride is gone. Verse 16, 17. Their testimony is recorded. This is the last days of the common market. The reason this, these men cry is because of the loss of everything. The panic will be a hundred times greater. And that which follows the U.S. stock market crash of 1929. Verse 7, 16, saying the last, last, that great city that was clothed in fine linen, purple is gold and decked with gold and, and, per, and pearls for in one hour. So great riches has come to know. And every ship and all the companies of ships and sellers and so many and trade by sea. To the far off, cried when they saw the smoke of the burning, saying, What city is like unto this great city? They cast dust on their heads and cried, weeping and wailing, saying, The last, the last, that great city, wherein were made rich on the line that made rich and all that had ships in the sea by reason of their costlessness. In verse, the last part of it, 41 hours she made destined. Rejoice over thou heaven and ye holy apostles and prophets, for God has revenged you and her. And a mighty angel took up his stone like a great millstone and cast it into the sea, saying on the line that thus with violence shall thou great city of Babylon be thrown down and shall be found in the more and all any more. And the voices of harpers and musicians and the pipers, trumpeters shall be heard no more at all than they, and no craftsman of whatsoever craft he be shall be found any more than they, and the sound of a millstone shall be heard no more at all than they, and the light of a candle shall shine no more at all than they, 
underlined verse, rest that verse, verse 23, and the voice of the bridegroom, and of the bride shall be heard no more at all. And they, for thy merchants were the great men of the earth, for by their sorcerers were all nations deceived. Verse 24 underlined and there we found that blood of prophets and of saints, and of all that were slain upon the earth. And you right beside that verse, script, complete babbling has fallen. Make a note of it. Complete babbling has fallen. Verse 18, the whole company goes into its spasm. Everything there, these men, old dear, old dear, fame and fortunes are wrapped up in the city. No wonder they crush at its fall. Verse 19, the merchants are thinking once of the gain they derailed from the systems of religion set forth by this terrible woman, Matthew 6, 21 and 1 Timothy 16. Verse 20, heaven is called upon it to rejoice and be exceedingly glad. O earth, there is a Lamentation, weeping in the morning, groaning, but in heaven there is rejoicing and praise. Ungodliness is growing on every hand, unrighteousness. Un All heaven wait that unites in a song of victory and triumph. In verse 20, there are three classes pointed out in heaven. Number one, now heaven, this means all the angels and cherubims and heavenly creatures. Verse two, number two, the holy apostles. Number three, the prophets. This takes in all heavenly creatures, whether they be angels, spirits, believers, Old Testament saints, New Testament saints, prophets, or whosoever. Verse 21, the stone is cast down with terrible violence into the sea, signifying that thus will Babylon be utterly and totally destroyed. Never to rise against such destruction, Solomon and Gomorrah suffered in the days of old. Verse 22, we learn that the musicians will play no more. In Babylon, the voice of harpers, trumpets, and pipers will be heard no more. No crafting will be there. All industry, all music will be utterly crushed and destroyed. Verse 23, the light of the candle will shine no more. The voice the bridegroom will be heard no more in Babylon. The merchants of the earth and the great men were deceived through the sorceries of Babylon. All the nations were deceived. I complete the destruction. Babylon is left joyless in other darkness and total silence. She stands out as a giant moment of the vengeance of a mighty God. The great city falls never to rise again. As we look around us today, it seems that wickedness is winning the victory. Ungodliness is growing on every hand. Unrighteousness is flourishing. The day of the vengeance of Almighty God is just ahead of us. The righteous will win in the end. Verse 24. This statement refers to the terrible bloody slaughter during the height of the reign of Babylon, both civil and religious. And I want to tell you, if there's anybody listening to this, teaching in the book of Revelation. I hope and pray that if you're lost that you'll get saved. If you're saved and you're not serving God anymore, we should get back serving God. 
I wish you'd listen to this preacher. I'm telling you the truth. I'm trying to help you. Now, read the scriptures. I'm going verse by verse. Book of Revelation, I'm going to be in chapter 19 next. And I'm going to go out now. God, I just thank you for the reading of the Word of God and teaching of the Word of God. Now, you bless this as it goes out. And I'll thank you for it, for it's in Jesus' sweet name. We ask this, amen. God bless all of you. Pray this sinner's prayer for God forgive me for all my sins. Come in the morning and say amen. Ask him to save me, he will. This is Reverend Danny Jackson from the First Faith Baptist Church in Rogan, Louisiana. Talking to travelers on the radio. We'll let y'all know that you need to get saved if you're not saved. And if you are saved, you need to go to church. And if you don't go to church, you ought to be shaming yourself.